At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Scott Sandberg in for Tim Murray alongside Sean King. The NBA draft first round is in the books, and mm-hmm. what an adventure it was. Those keeping score at home, I did not hit my Andrew Nemhard first round bet. That's okay. We followed some steam movement, and it didn't work out. But we followed the steam movement on the big one, and it did work yeah, out. Man, as Paolo Boncaro goes number one overall to the Orlando Magic. And uh, Chet Holmgren, number two, to Oklahoma City. Jabari Smith falls to number three to the Houston Rockets. Keegan Murray to Sacramento at four. And Jaden Ivey to Detroit, rounding out your top five here of the first round of the NBA draft. Uh, what a roller coaster it was, Sean, watching this draft unfold in real time. Uh, I think the most confusing part of this all was the Knicks trade uh, and the selection of their picks. But ultimately, I feel like, this was quite the adventure. I do. I learned a lot. I really did. I learned a lot. Uh, as I said, this is my first time being exposed to the NBA draft as an actual betting opportunity, mm-hmm. so I kind of tread lightly. But uh, I do have some regrets. Not getting more ingratiated and in what the odds to go number one were the week before because, as you mentioned earlier, you could get Paolo Boncaro at 20-1 to 1 end of last week, yeah. and that is unbelievable. 20 to 1. And then even our very own Gil Alexander on a numbers game uh, just a couple of days ago was talking about 9 to 1 as the pick to be made. So, yeah, there was value definitely to be had. Uh, and then just watching the odds shift last night was something that I'd never seen before in any market betting whatsoever. Uh, seeing the guy go all the way to a minus 350 favorite. And then today with Adrian Wojnarowski tweeting out, that it was going to be Jabari Smith number one, seeing uh, the market go to Jabari Smith minus 2,000 to be the number one overall selection, and then it winds up being Paolo Boncaro after all. He closed at a minus 200 favorite up on the DraftKings Sportsbook once Woj tweeted out the news about 10 minutes before the draft. Were you able to see when Jabari was selected? Yeah. His face looked like he thought he was going number one, too. Oh, I'm sure, and and even Paolo was surprised. Yeah, like he was selected. Yeah. I think there was some real. Well, I think these players, it's only natural for them to, as much as they talk to these teams, it's only natural for them to follow the news, right? And and I'm sure once 
their agents and, and whoever see Adrian Wojnarowski tweet that out, they're like, hey, guys, this is what's going to happen. Right. Jabari, you're going number one to Orlando. And he maybe he's calling his buddies and saying, I'm going to the Magic. Right, yeah. You know? Let's start looking for cribs. Yeah, <laughs> downtown Disney, here we come. You know? <laughs> I think Penny Hardaway is selling his old one. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it, it, it's wild. Uh, I wanted to take a look. Let's put up on the screen the odds to go in the first round and see uh, which players really had uh, a big jump in the odds. I mentioned Andrew Nimhart was a bet that I placed at plus 200. That did not come to uh, fruition. Uh, David Roddy, plus 275 to go in the first round. Roddy, not even a sweat, 23rd overall to the Philadelphia 76ers. In the first round. I don't know if that's one of the more surprising picks, but a bet you could have gotten at plus 275. Yeah, and a guy that uh, Tim was high on last night. He kept mentioning his name was Patrick Baldwin Jr. to go in the first round, and he ultimately went, I think, 28. 28th to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, so a great position, landing spot for him, especially (laughs) if... The Warriors decide they can't afford to pay Jordan Poole, mm-hmm. who's at the end of his. I think Andrew Wiggins is in the same yeah, position contract wise. Right. So Poole may be there. You know, it might be a spot for Patrick to step in and, and actually contribute to a team that will be the defending NBA champion. So crazy night. Uh, excited for the guys that got their names selected. Uh, any opportunities to bet in the second round as we head into the second round, or are there not a lot of options? I haven't seen anything on on that just yet. Um, I'll tell you what I am interested in, and that is the futures market now mm-hmm. in the NBA. And a team that was probably the second or third favorite to win the NBA title was the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. And those odds are changing and will continue to change the more we hear about the uncertainty with both Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. Uh, The latest that we heard here on Kyrie Irving, and and this is tweets uh, six hours ago from Adrian Wojnarowski. He said, quote, if Kyrie Irving can't reach an agreement to stay with Brooklyn, he has a list of teams he'd like them to consider on sign and trades, including Lakers, Clippers, Knicks, Heat, Mavericks, and 76ers. None of those teams have the cap space to sign him without the Nets' help. Those are the teams that Kyrie has interest in, but he isn't necessarily a priority for those teams. So does Kyrie have, because I know some of these superstar players that have gotten these recent max deals have no trade clauses in their contract. Does Kyrie have a no trade contract? Mm, I don't, let me see. Because if I was the Nets, I wouldn't do Kyrie any favors. The only thing that list would do was unless they gave us something that we just couldn't turn down, I, I wouldn't send I, I him just any know those that the, I know the Nets are hesitant to give him the full max. As they should be. With the no opt-out clause. Kyrie's missed 126 games in the last three years. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, when the guy doesn't <laughs> stay, on the, uh, stay on the floor, it obviously yeah. changes things. And some of them, he's been healthy. So he, yeah, I mean, he's going, he's got a player option for 22 23 for $36 million. And then he's an unrestricted free agent after next season. If, uh, you know, yeah, if they don't work out a, a deal here. So obviously he's trying to get, um, I don't think he would just pick up the player option and then play under a one year deal, you know? And if I was Brooklyn, that's the only way you're going to be here. You pick up this player option. Mm. And at the All Star break, if you've been available and contributing at a level where we feel like we can, trust you to give you four years, basically $200 million? Like, I wouldn't give Kyrie that kind of money. Kyrie said he wasn't coming to work because they stormed the Capitol. Now, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Now, the other, <laughs> the other interesting aspect of this is a tweet coming from uh, Sham Sharania who says that Kevin Durant is monitoring the Brooklyn Nets situation and considering options with his future. This now o- opens the path for Kyrie Irving to proceed on finding a new home via opt-in and trade. You know what's sad about Brooklyn? They were a better team when Durant and Kyrie got there than they have been since they started making all those other moves. Because remember when Kyrie and Durant got there? They had Dinwoody. They had uh, the big center that's in Cleveland now, Jared Allen, Mm -hmm. like Joe Harris. Like They had a good basketball team 
And I don't know why they broke that team up. The, yeah, you're right. The uh, the Harden trade completely ruined this. Yeah, team. like they were better. Like think about Jared Allen right now, mm-hmm. Spencer Dinwoody, yep. Durant, Kyrie Irving, Joe Harris. I know Joe's yeah, hurt, he but got hurt, yeah. I mean, still, yeah, that's a com- that's a mm-hmm. Eastern Conference championship kind of team. And and man, I, I just look at this. Uh, I look at this franchise, and I don't know what is good, the future is going to be. Uh, I don't know. There are some rumors that I heard out there. They're only rumors. And at this time, and this is what people like to, you like to make stuff up, mm-hmm. right? You make it up, you throw it out there, and you and watch social media run with it, and then you got national uh, shows that, you know, spend hours on it right. and talk about it. Even Content fillers. Completely nonsense. Right. Uh, so the latest nonsense that I heard that became a subject on national radio and TV was Kyrie Irving uh, and Ben Simmons to but the Anthony Lakers. Davis. For Anthony Davis and Russell Westbrook. But if you're Brooklyn, why do you do that? You're getting rid of a player that's not available for a player that isn't available. And what, Anthony Davis? Yeah. Right? I mean, He's never available. Like My thing is, like you got to be available mm-hmm. to help a team win a championship. Like Your name just being on the roster doesn't win games. Like you got to mm-hmm. actually be on the court, like be an active part of trying to succeed like from a basketball standpoint. And... If, if I ran Brooklyn, it's just like, I w- why, why would I get rid of one headache to bring in something that's probably going to be a headache based on the fact that Anthony Davis, since they won the championship in the bubble, has not been available on a consistent basis for the L.A. Lakers? Let me throw you a, a scenario out here and tell me what you think. The Knicks just cleared up some cap space. Oh, gosh. Presumably, they're going to you know go after Jalen Brunson is the name people are saying. What about an opt-in and trade with the Nets and the Knicks? See, here's what, be, here's what would be fascinating about that. When Kyrie and Durant were both free agents, they could have gone Durant to wanted to go they could have gone to the Knicks. To the New York Knicks. Mm-hmm. Kyrie talked Durant into no, let's go to the Brooklyn Nets. Mm-hmm. This would be the most ironic turn of events ever if then Kyrie leaves Durant in Brooklyn and goes across town to the New York Knicks. The bottom line. I just don't know if you're the Knicks. What do you give up? I mean, Brooklyn don't want those yeah. protected first round picks. The bottom line is, I would not place a wager on the Brooklyn Nets at nine to one or ten to one to win the NBA title or to win the Eastern Conference. Uh, because circuit- even if he stays, that bad energy is there. The question is, Scott, can you project where Kyrie is going and get that team now? Because their odds will be significantly lower. Once Kyrie is a member of that team. So, Cirque, you know how Cirque does the yes-no? Uh-huh. So, the yes on the Nets to win the title is 9-1. to one. The no is 14-40. A minus 14-40. I mean, the Nets, that's, that's yeah. to Considering me, how hard the East is right now. To me, that's a bet. Yeah. Like, I know you don't want to risk my 14 Because Milwaukee, to me, wins the championship this year if Chris Middleton doesn't get hurt. Ooh. Yeah, I think so. Boston uh, still could have gotten by them. Nah, Milwaukee lost to Boston because no one could shoot and make a shot except uh, Giannis. <laughs> and that's what Middleton excels at. I'm just, uh, yeah. Uh, I think the Bucks deservedly so, with the with the Celtics, should be favored in the Eastern Conference. Uh, the Sixers, Heat will all be good. So give um, me a team. That that NBA championship odds list right now, where would you go? Where's their value? I'm going Pelicans at 40-1. to 1. What? I like the Pelicans. What? I like them. Zion's coming back. What? This is the nightcap, and I can't believe what I just heard <laughs> on Visa and these sports betting networks. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Baseball predictions made brighter. Join the Born in a Ballpark Challenge presented by Blue Moon to compete free for cash all season. And to weekly prediction pools to fight for your share of $62,500 in total cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Blue Moon now to join the action. Blue Moon made brighter. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Please drink responsibly. Scott Seidenberg alongside Sean King. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. And we have breaking news. Speaking of Major League Baseball, for the first time this season, in now 13 starts for the National League Cy Young second favorite, Joe Musgrove has allowed more than two runs. Yeah, he just gave up a three run shot. So it is 6 1 Phillies in the top of the sixth inning. In San Diego, um, you know, if only somebody had picked the Phillies at plus, you know, 150 on the VEASAN Daily Best Bets page. Let me just remind you of this. Then again, then again, I also picked the Astros. Yes. And the Astros lost after having a 6-3 lead in the, t- in the bottom of the ninth. So I will take the L on the Astros. But if the Phillies close this out, I will take the, uh, take the win. Let me this. give you one small reminder. Yeah. Of the teams they play nine innings, yeah. in Major League Baseball <laughs> that we consider above average, mm-hmm. you can make an argument that the Phillies have the most terrible bullpen yes. of any of them. Yes. So none of their games are over until they're actually Correct. over. Correct. That and bullpen is atrocious, and that defense is below average. Yes. Yes, they are. The defense <laughs> cost us a win yes, uh, they yesterday. Did. Yes, uh, Reese Hoskins did. couldn't uh, field the ground ball. And uh, the Padres have been f- coming from behind a lot, especially this past week. They had a couple. Of, they had a walk off win. So uh, no Machado though. So not as no not Machado. as likely. Yep, a five spot for Philly here in the top of the sixth inning. Uh, Kyle Schwarber hit a two run home run, and now JT Realmuto has hit a three run home run. Uh, so the Phillies bats that have been very quiet over the past several days have woken up here against arguably the second-best pitcher now in the National League in Joe Musgrove. One other baseball game in the bottom of the ninth right now, the Baltimore Orioles with a 4 nothing lead over the White Sox. I know you were on yeah, the Orioles. Yeah, I took the Orioles line, today. Uh, so hoping that they can close it out. One out here in the bottom of the ninth inning. From earlier, the Yankees scoring four runs in the bottom of the ninth inning to stun the Astros and win 7-6. Their 52nd win of the season. Absolutely unbelievable. They're unbelievable. The Seattle Mariners were getting no hit until I think the eighth inning. And then in the bottom of the, or in the top of the ninth, excuse me, down one nothing, they scored two runs without getting a hit. <laughs> It's almost like the Reds who got a no hitter and lost. Yeah. So the Mariners <laughs> scored two runs in the top of the ninth without getting a hit and managed to win the game over the A's 2-1, spoiling an incredible start by Frankie Montas. Uh, The Brewers beat the Cardinals 6-4. Twins a 1-0 shutout of the Guardians. 
Cleveland had been and probably still is the hottest team yes. in Major League Baseball. That division is going to be exciting. Uh, Pirates winning a walk-off in 10 innings over the Cubs, 8-7. Braves a 7-6 win over the Giants. Marlins 3-2. They score in the bottom of the eighth, take a lead over the Rockies. They win 3-2. And then the Dodgers beat up on Hunter Green, 10-5 win, uh, setting up what is going to be a fascinating series beginning here on Friday. That is the Dodgers and the Atlanta Braves We're hot too. in Atlanta yeah. starting on Friday night. Yeah, I got lucky today in a couple games. I took uh, Giants' first five. Okay. And they, they were winning, I think, after five. I took Dodgers minus two and a half. It got plus 110. Ooh, good. I like that. <laughs> Which I don't like to bet against my Reds because you don't know, have a ticket for yeah, the Reds. Yeah, I know. I know. Listen, NL Central. I, 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 bet the, I bet the under in that game. I honestly felt – He's been pitching better, Hunter Green. Hunter Green has yeah. been pitching a lot better. So there's obviously there's a bunch of advanced stats that you can look at when you're handicapping Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. One of the more popular ones that people like to look at is um, uh, FIP, right? Fielding independent pitching. Uh, and it, what it takes into account is how good a pitcher is pitching without anything that goes on during, right. in, in the field, right? So maybe you're getting lucky. Maybe you're getting unlucky. In the case of Phillies pitchers, you're getting unlucky because <laughs> they're making errors behind you. Uh, the other stat that you know you can look at is called Sierra. What Sierra is, it's called Skill Interactive ERA. What that takes into account is that everything that gets put in play. And so you could have a high FIP but a low Sierra. Mm-hmm. And what that means is you might be pitching a lot of ground balls. Right. You might be pitching a lot of pop-ups mm-hmm. as opposed to line drives. So a low Sierra actually is a more it's it's indi- it's more indicative of the, of the success of the pitcher, yes. right? Soft contact, ground balls, pop-ups, things like that. Hunter Green, I mean, his ERA is through the roof, but he had a pretty low Sierra, so I'm like, you know what? This guy's actually pitching better than what his numbers indicate, but today it was home run derby. See, I didn't know about Sierra. You know, like What I was looking at with some pitchers, as I was trying to find some positive or negative regression on some guys, either they weren't pitching well, they were kind of below expectations of some guys that were exceeding expectations was the whiff percentage and the barrel percentage. Like how many yep. of the balls in play are guys getting the barrel on and they're being hit hard? Yes. You know, because sometimes a guy have a low ERA, he's getting he's getting lucky. Yes. Guys are are, are putting hard contact on the balls, getting hit right at people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the guy's throwing Adam great balls. pitches and they're just finding holes or they're bloops. And mm-hmm. so – you know, I try and look yeah, a little you, bit into you, that, too. You, you want pitchers that have a low barrel percentage, mm-hmm. a low sweet sweet spot percentage, and lower exit velocities. Yeah. So they're not giving up hard contact. Well, he gave up hard contact. He gave today. up hard contact today. <laughs> Hunter Green gave up hard contact today against the Dodgers. And Clayton Kershaw now 5-1 and one on the year with a 2 ERA since coming off of the I.L., um, when he went in May, missed some time. He came back and has made three starts now in June. They got the four Kershaw. innings they and got two the runs allowed. Today. Five innings, one run allowed, and then here against Cincinnati, he goes uh, six innings, one run allowed. So he's been good in his three starts off the aisle. They got lucky. He got lucky a little bit today. They put a couple barrels on the ball, but again, Kershaw is coming off an injury. I know if Dodger fans is happy, he's healthy. Yeah, just stay healthy. If they can get him to the playoffs. And keep him healthy. I mean, they already got a strong rotation. You know, you look at the National League, you're trying to find some value. At the end of the day, it still looks like Dodgers Braves. Mm. You know, unless Tatis and Machado coming back, you know, can kind of push Musgrave and Hugh Darvish, who, especially at home, is pitching really well. You know, I still think you're looking at Braves and Dodgers, you know, just as I project how this is going to play out in that. So, so I told you about last night watching the uh, odds shift on the uh, NBA draft market. Uh-huh. And it was fun. Like I'm sitting here with the computer screen. It's like like analyzing the stock market. Right. I'm seeing you know like the, the like the it, the screen blinks and the odds change. Well, I'm sitting here on the Major League Baseball awards market page right now, and um, the odds are blinking mm-hmm. and changing for Joe Musgrove to win the National League Cy Young because he has just given up. Six runs here right. against the Philadelphia Phillies. So he had you know, a sub two ERA coming in, right? I told you he had made twelve starts and had never allowed more than two runs this wow. season in a game. This is the first time this season he's allowed more than two earned runs. Uh, Sandy Alcantara is your favorite at plus now. <laughs> this is so funny. He was just two eighty. Now he's down to plus two sixty. Hmm. So Sandy Alcantara, an adjustment now plus two sixty to win the National League Cy Young Award. Joe Musgrove up to plus five fifty. Now tied with Corbin Burns, also at plus five. Here's an interesting uh, future for you. What is Scherzer 
since he's been injured, mm-hmm. out of sight, See, out love, of mind. I love where your head's at. Yeah, like you want to get him now before he comes back next 60 week. 60 to 1. I mean, high-profile team, Mets are winning games. Mm-hmm. Scherzer was outstanding before he went on the injured list. You know, that's the kind of play that I think – you know, I'm going to invest. As a matter of fact, I'm glad I brought that up because we need to go ahead and make that play today. 60 to 1. 60 to 1. So Scherzer this year, when he left the, to go to the IL, 49 and two thirds innings pitched. He had allowed 14 earned runs, an ERA of 2.54, and uh, opponents batting 203 against him this season. So uh, a pretty good start to the year. But a whip of also .95. So very good numbers. The thing that just worries me is, is he going to have enough starts? Mm-hmm. Right? Assuming, is there a minimum to win Cy Young? No. Okay. Uh, is he going to have enough innings, though? And is he going to be better? Alcantara, by the way, is now down to plus 230. So the market's changing as we're on the air here. Uh, and is he going to be better than Sandy Alcantara? who has right now, and Alcantara pitches against the Mets here on Friday, and you might be surprised. A game between the Mets and the Marlins, what the odds are for that game. Well, I take Sandy Alcantara under first five every time he pitches because you could pretty much put maybe one run on the other side, and then Mm -hmm. it's just up to, you know, what the Marlins' bats do. Well, that's probably going to be the bet. It (laughs) might be my play of the day coming up. Uh, Taiwan Walker against Sandy Alcantara. The Marlins are a minus-130 favorite. Over the is New it in Miami? Mets. It is in Miami. They're not bad in Miami. They're not bad in Miami. We'll have to find out if the roof is open or closed coming up here <laughs> on Friday. He's Sean King. I'm Scott Sandberg. Uh, I want to have another interesting conversation about the baseball futures market coming up next. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is the Nightcap on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Back here on the Nightcap, I'm Scott Seidenberg in for Tim Murray alongside Sean King. And joining us now to talk about the Stanley Cup final with the Avalanche leading the Lightning three games to one. We welcome in Arda Ocal, ESPN NHL analyst. And Arda, with the Lightning uh, forcing overtime and falling just short, the Avalanche winning that game. I know it's disheartening, but they are the defending two-time champs. They have the heart of the champion. What chance do you give them to go back to Ball Arena and force this to a Game 6? Well, first of all, thanks for having me. Uh, Unfortunately, I think for Tampa fans listening, the chances are a little slim. It really felt in that overtime in the last game that that was the series. Uh, I think a lot of hockey fans felt that way. You know, you watch a lot of hockey, you kind of get those gut hunches And that's what it really felt like in that overtime. And for Colorado to win the way that they did, yeah, of course, there's a little bit of controversy with the too many men on the ice and, you know, the way that the goal was scored, et cetera. Uh, It was a very nice goal by Nazem Kadri, obviously, other than the too many men on the ice. And there was a little controversy prior to that with a possible high stick, et cetera. But whatever the case may be, uh, the goal stands. The win stands. Colorado are one win away. The Cup's going to be in the arena on Friday. And honestly... Uh, it really feels like Tampa has thrown everything they have at Colorado this series. And if you were to ever say that the arduous nature of the last three seasons, making it to the cup final and, and just wear and tear and the amount of games that they've had to play uh, factoring in, now you really start to see that, especially against this Colorado team who have a lot of things going for them. Now, Arda, in the NFL, it's a different scenario because it's one and done. But when officials, referees, make these kind of mistakes, it's called the Bert Emanuel Emanuel rule or the tuck rule, and they change the rule the following year. Because there's a subsequent game coming, my question to you is this. Will we see some bias towards the lightning to kind of make amends for the fact that the Avs had six guys on the ice, and if that gives Tampa a couple extra power plays, does that even the playing field at all? 
Now, I've heard that as well. I, I do think that a lot of hockey fans believe that there's that sort of, uh, you know, rationalization among officials. I know that there's been some chatter about that in the past as well. And I've spoken with many referees about this, and the responses that I've gotten are they, their sole focus is to be is to not take into account anything that happened in previous games. Every game must exist independently of each other. Uh, so that is at least what the referee's vision and paradigm is going into a game. So I would choose to believe that that would be the case. Uh, but of course, just remember, like when you go into a game like that, just like the, uh, the statement that was put out by the NHL uh, after the case, the operations department after the case, they spoke just as they would every game with every official, and every official said, we didn't see the call. So is there human error that is to be expected or, or, or that happens in games like this? Absolutely. And in, in talking with some officials, they even said, you know, when something like this happens, when there's a missed too many men on the ice call on the ice, it's, it, it is treated just like a missed trip or a missed hooking call or something to that effect. Now, it gets magnified, of course, because we are in the Stanley Cup final, and it just happened to be at the exact moment that a player scored an overtime goal in a crucial game that brings a team one win away from the Stanley Cup. So, of course, that's going to get magnified because a lot more people are watching it. But there have been many situations like this uh, throughout the course of the season that do get called, and sometimes they don't just simply because, you know, referees are human. And so me, I personally err on the side of referees are not out to ruin the game. Uh, I know that some hockey fans don't necessarily agree, especially if it's their team that is being affected, uh, but that's the way that I feel. Art of four games now in this series, and uh, we've had two overtime games and two blowouts. Uh, if you're assessing this game five, what's more likely to happen? A, a, a runaway victory for either team or a one-goal narrow victory for somebody? Let me ask you a quick question. What's the total of the game? Total is six, and I'm on the over. Yeah, I'm on, I would hammer the over. I, I, I believe that we might very well see. I do believe that Tampa will come on strong. They did in the first period last game. I do think that they'll come out with a sense of urgency. The thing that uh, I'm really questioning, though, is I feel like Colorado is going to feel they're on the precipice. I don't think they're going to play scared. I think they're going to be at home. They're going to have altitude on their side. They're going to have home, uh, the home crowd on their side. I think that they're not going to play scared. I think that they feel like that overtime win is going to really propel them. I think that they will also feel that Tampa's thrown everything they can at them. I think they now feel like they can solve Vasilevsky, which was the big question mark, I think, going into this series was, is the goaltending going to favor Tampa to the point where Tampa will be able to take the series? I don't feel like the Colorado Avalanche players feel like that anymore. So I could very well envision a game where not only is if the total or it, it, will the total be exceeded, but I could very well see Colorado score, even if it's like, say, a 6-2-7-2-7-3-7-4 game, I could see this being a very high-scoring affair. I could see Colorado... I could envision a world where Colorado hits that themselves. Well, the reason why I love the over, and tell me if you agree, Arda, is because it's an elimination game. I expect Colorado to win. So if Colorado has a lead at the end of regulation... John Cooper is going to empty the net with probably four minutes left. And if Colorado does get an empty netter, you got nothing to lose. It's an elimination game. You're going to keep Vasilevsky out. And there might be two empty netters that we see here in this game coming up tomorrow. Two or three or four. And that is very uh, well set in terms of precedent. So that's a very good thought because we've seen, even in the regular season, how many times did we see goaltenders pulled in the third period with, seven minutes to go, six minutes to go, that Patrick Waugh paradigm when he was coaching, right? Like that is definitely prevalent. I'm not saying maybe that early, but certainly four minutes to go, five minutes to go, especially if it's a two-goal game, you absolutely could see that. So all of a sudden, if it's like, let's say, I don't know, a 4-2 uh, a game with five minutes to go in favor of Colorado, that's six right there. Well, that goalie's being pulled with, five minutes to go by John Cooper, uh, I, I, would, I would absolutely make that bet. 
Now, Arda, I'm from St. Petersburg. I'm a diehard Lightning fan, and I had already put dirt on the grave of the Lightning post-All-Star <laughs> break when they were in that rut. Uh, I had already had them losing in the first round after Austin Matthews and crew put up like 12 goals. And I had them losing in the Eastern Conference Finals after being down 0-2. So I've learned not to bury the lightning until the actual grave has dirt on it and a headstone. But I will say this. This has been a terrific run by John Cooper and the lightning. If Colorado closes this out, do the Lightning look like a completely different team next year? What do they have to do to get back to the level of success that they are now? Can they do that with their current roster? I asked the same question of the Avalanche, to be honest with you. They have a lot of unrestricted free agents on that roster. Uh, for the Tampa Bay Lightning, will it be a situation where, I mean, they will have a couple of pieces to look at in the offseason, but their core is pretty much set. And so you got to wonder if they're going to continue to build around that core, if they're going to look maybe to younger players. But, I mean, let's, let's just take a step back. I mean, this is the third straight Stanley Cup final that the Tampa Bay Lightning have made it to, right? And like you said, look at the series. They beat the Maple Leafs, who are one of the highest scoring teams in the NHL this season with the highest scoring player, Austin Matthews, they beat them in seven games. And by the way, it took a laser picture, perfect goal in game seven by Morgan Riley to beat Vasilevsky in that game. And then they play the Florida Panthers who they held to three goals. And they were one of the best regular season scoring teams in recent memory in the NHL, three goals in four games. That's it for this team on paper, who were objectively better going into the Battle of Florida than Tampa was on paper. Tampa looked objectively worse. They were, they, did, they were without Braden Point. They were without that character third line that helped them win two uh, Stanley Cups, you know, Goudreau, Gourd, etc. You know, that team, that play, those players weren't there. So, like, on paper, the Florida Panthers looked way better with all the uh, trade deadline acquisitions that they made. And then they go ahead and they beat the New York Rangers in the goaltending duel for the ages, right? Vasilevsky versus Shesterkin. It goes to Tampa. They win four straight after losing two. And now they find themselves in this situation. So, yes, I do agree with you that I wouldn't necessarily, you know, be, be visiting the grave until, you know, it's, it's said and done, so to speak. I do feel like after this season, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be the end of the era after this season. I feel like, there's still so many pieces there, and, and Vasilevsky is such a generational goaltender that even if some pieces are to depart, even if the complexion of this team doesn't look the exact same going into next season, there's still going to be a threat for, for many years to come. Absolutely. Arda, appreciate the Great time stuff, and the insight. Man. Enjoy the game tomorrow night. Thank you. He's Arda Akal from ESPN, NHL analyst. I'm Scott Sandberg. He's Sean King. This is the Nightcap here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. I mean, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Nightcap on VSN, the sports betting network. The VEASAN Summer Special is here. For only $19, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now until the end of July. Sign up today and you'll get VEASAN's daily best bets, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, NFL preseason coverage, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, NASCAR. If you want the full VEASAN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Red Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it. The cost is only $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at vcin.com slash summer. Scott Satterberg, Sean King. This is the nightcap on VSIN, the sports betting network. Um, I, I told you about my Andrew Nemhard first round bet. Uh, he did not go in the first round. He was the first selection of the second round. <laughs> that, just, that just stings. You know, like, I, honestly, I would have been happier. I know I lost the bet either way. It doesn't matter. But it would have just been better for me if he was like the fifth or sixth pick right, of if the he second dropped. round. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, I bet him to go top 30 and he goes 31. Yeah, it's almost like in baseball when you play a first five and like whatever opinion you had, it happens in the sixth inning. Yeah, yeah, something like that. That's a decent comparison. Right. Like, you you got the over first five, and like, they don't give up any runs, and they they cover the over in the six. Yeah. Something happened. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Something like that. Or or maybe maybe a more likely is like if you bet a team total in the first five innings. Right. Like, Phillies to score over two runs in the first five innings, and then they score it in the sixth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they just get it. Uh, Speaking of the Phillies, they're up six to one now, going to the top of the eighth. In San Diego, all six runs were against uh, Joe Musgrove, who coming into this game was the second favorite to win the Cy Young Award behind Sandy Alcantara of the Marlins, and his odds have completely changed. Uh, Now you're looking at the uh, Cy Young market. He is behind Corbin Burns now. He's plus 550. Sandy Alcantara plus 230 as your favorite for the National Cy Young. I'm all in on Scherzer. It's a long shot bet, and it's interesting. Sixty to one on Scherzer. How about sixty to one on Clayton Kershaw as well? Yeah, Kershaw back looking good right he now. He did. That curve was curving today. The thing is, with and I'll tell you what's an, what's an even more interesting bet: fifty to one on Josh Hader, the closer for Milwaukee. Yeah, for Milwaukee, who's who really good. Doesn't allow any runs. Yeah. And the only problem that I have with this market is that you need like you'll need Alcantara to like blow up. He's so young. Like, I can see a scenario where if the he's Marlins so aren't good. in it he's post-All-Star, they start limiting his starts no, a little bit. He's been there for a couple. He's so good. Yeah. He is so good. He is um, really good. Now, the market that I wanted to talk about was the American League MVP market. Aaron Judge is your favorite. He's minus 110, even money, depending on where you look. He's been incredible. A walk-off single today to, to, to win the game for the Yankees in the bottom of the ninth. He has continued to shine. Shohei Otani is your second favorite at plus 350. Otani, in a two-day span, had a career-high eight RBIs at the plate and a career-high 13 strikeouts on the mound. That's arguably the best back-to-back days of any major league player in the history of this game. And Otani is defending Cy Young or AL MVP? Defending MVP. Okay. Now, now here's my issue with Otani. And I don't want to disrespect him. Right. 
okay? But I feel like, do you remember when LeBron James won the MVP four out of five years? Mm-hmm. Right? The only, it was the, the Derek Rozier in between was the one that, that split it up. And the argument that we used to talk about on sports radio was that every year LeBron James is the most valuable player. Right. Like, you, you, there's no, it's like it's not even a debate or an argument. Like, LeBron James, at that time in his career, Mm -hmm. was the most valuable player in the NBA. Right. There's no one else you would take above him. So, technically, every season, you could give him the award. Mm -hmm. But at some point, they don't do it. At some point, you just got to vote somebody else to win this award. I know it's only year two, right? Because Otani had the big year last year. (laughs) He's the MVP every single year. If he's going to bet... If he's going to play in the field and be a, a hitter as an all-star, he's going to be an all-star level position player as well as an all-star level pitcher. Like, case closed. There's no argument. He's the most valuable player in the sport. And he will be the most valuable player in the sport every single season because nobody else is doing what he's doing. Is doing what he's doing. Right. An all-star level position player, and an all-star level pitcher. Right. I think the writers acknowledge that and say, we gave him the award last year to say, hey, no one's done this in history. You were incredible. Here's the award. Vladdy had a great season, but no one's ever done what Otani's done, so they voted Otani. This year, I think they'd say, we gave you the award last year, and dude, we can give this to you every single season. We're not going to do this every single year. So unless he puts up numbers that are, you know, so much better than somebody else, like leads the league in home runs or something, he's not going to win it anymore. So I had a flashback to, like, The Godfather in the scene where he tells, I think it's Salazzo, because I have my personal reasons why we won't get into the drug business. <laughs> I have personal reasons why I can't root for Otani. Okay. Do you have a player, great player, yet every time you side with his team, that player has a bad outing? <laughs> and then when you side against his team, he's hitting 450 foot shots. Foot, foot shots. That's me and the Angels. If mm. Otani's pitching and I bet him he's playing the Rangers or something and then he gives up six earned through four. If I go against him, he pitches seven, seven shutout. two hit <laughs> shutout. It's just like me and him, I don't know what it is. Our energy's off. Maybe I need to go to Angels game or something. You know, I haven't signed a baseball, but like I'm going to look for more value in the American League MVP, thinking that they may award him the Cy Young and not the MVP because he's already won the MVP last year. What can I sell you on two guys? You're Don Alvarez. Yes. From the Astros, yes. who is phenomenal yes. and is raking, and a guy who's gotten off to a sluggish start, but you know he's capable of flipping the switch and becoming the dominant player because he was a favorite, I think, in a lot of pre-flop AL MVP futures best before the season, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Mm, he'd have to go on a ridiculous tear. Which he's capable of. Which he is capable of. He'd have to go on a ridiculous tear because no one is – I mean, Aaron Judge right now is running away with this. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, he's got, what, six more home runs or five more home runs than the next batter? But the thing is, the next guy is Jordan Alvarez. Like, Jordan Alvarez, for to me, would be the next um, player on this. By the way, Jordan Alvarez was a Dodger. Wow. Like, they traded him. Like, it, it, think about, like wow. think about, like, what they could have had. Um, and, they're doing pretty good though. They're doing all right. But like, think about <laughs> think about like Jordan Alvarez now in the Dodgers. Uh, he it's it's to me it's Jordan Alvarez or Jose Ramirez would be the longer shots, and they're both at like ten or twelve to one. Or actually, Jordan Alvarez is plus nine fifty. Jose Ramirez is eleven to one. Those would be the guys that I would consider if it's not Otani and Judge. And like I said, I'm already canceling out Otani because I think. It's just going to be one of those LeBron-type things where you can give him the award every single season. Uh, to me, it's Aaron Judge right now. You're only betting against an injury. If he stays healthy, he's going to But it's the Yankees. The guys. Like, recent history but says the thing. that they, at some point— They'll vote for the most outstanding player, the best player on the best team, and that's Aaron Judge. Right. My point was they're almost like the Mets, though, right? Like, recent history says that at some point something's going to go 
astray mm. with this Yankees team. Now, where the last year was injuries and the starting pitching. Aaron Judge has his arbitration hearing tomorrow, and uh, what better time to get that walk-off hit today than hey, right before your arbitration listen, hearing? <laughs> I, I, a lot of times I don't advocate for some of the deals that the baseball guys get. Hey, listen, whatever you ask for, give it to him. Uh, it, he's going to win his arbitration case, so he'll get his whatever it is, $21 million or whatever it is this year. But as far as like the long-term deal, the only problem and probably why the Yankees are hesitant is the years. Mm-hmm. Because if you give him – What is he, 29 so Judge is thirty years old. Thirty. If you give him an eight-year deal, a seven-year deal, you're paying a guy thirty, forty something million dollars at age thirty-seven and at age thirty-eight, where you're looking at an Albert Pujols type contract. What is Albert Pujols giving the Cardinals right now besides you know selling tickets for his farewell tour? Right? By the way, he still looks thirty, doesn't he? I mean, no one knows how old Albert Pujols is. I mean, there was that whole thing like he's forty-two years old, but like he's really forty-five. You yeah, know, but he looks thirty. Yeah, yeah if you see him, like yeah. he's aged well. Yeah, yeah, but like clear. Well, you know, he's got the best barber certain, in baseball. Certain too. types of vitamins will do that for you, make you look a little younger. Hey, everybody was doing look. it. I was just saying, certain types of uh, vitamins make you look younger. He's Sean King. I'm Scott Sadler. Coming up next, we're going to be joined by the sportsbook director over. At the South Point, Chris Andrews. I'm curious to get his thoughts on everything that went on with this NBA draft market. This is the Nightcap here on VEASAN. This summer, the VEASAN experts have betting coverage and insights you need to cash in on every sport. And right now, for a limited time, you can get access to everything we have to offer for only $19. Our experts are looking at football futures, along with daily coverage of base, along with daily coverage of base, along with daily coverage of base, along with daily. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more.